Boom, I I it's been a couple I, weeks. I told you so. 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 What a week to come back on. Yeah. We're yes, right on yes. time. <laughs> We're right on time. This is the best of both worlds of wrestling. I am Chris. I'm Khalil. The prophet. Khalil. Yes. <laughs> I, I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. You're just going to jump right in it. The high tag. Um, told you so. Unless you've been under a rock. In case you missed it, this weekend WWE held their Survivor Series pay per view, and at the end of this was the end of the show, right? Yeah, a big return happened. Some would say that after this return has happened, my man Satan is taking figure skating lessons down in hell because it surely has frozen over. And we are talking about the return of CM Punk to the WWE. That's right. It's only Crazy. right. It's only Crazy. right. It's only right. It's the old look, bro. It's the Fed, man. The Fed is always gonna look the, the Fed is king. <laughs> the Fed is king. Oh, oh, that's that was a good feeling. I I was not true honestly. I I watched Survivor Series after the fact. I wasn't mm-hmm. watching it live. I was at a Friendsgiving Saturday and I'm scrolling Twitter. And people are hinting that like Punk showed up or what the hell? Like I'm seeing like all these reactions. I'm like, there's no way this is happening. Mm-hmm. I find a clip, I think on Twitter, and I I just I lost it. I was in I was, I'm in the friends again. Probably people look at me like, why is he smiling at his phone so crazy? Like, <laughs> if if only you even cared half as much as I do. I'm in the sofa, just like yo, this is yes, man. And I, you know, yeah. I don't know what the stories are, but it looks yeah. like they're gonna do something with with Seth at some point, so they're gonna play yeah. with that. Yeah. But you know, I didn't think he was coming back this soon. I knew he would be back in the. I knew yeah. it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I um, I was actually. I, it. I just, I had just left work when you DM me the video. And then texted me. I was like, oh, I was like, because I forgot it was on and work was so crazy that my mind wasn't even, I wasn't even checking day. social media. Yeah, I wasn't even checking mm-hmm. social media. So I saw that and I was like, oh, shit, they did it. They did it. Now, I will say I expected him to. So I was 50-50 on the Survivor Series return mm-hmm. because, A, the, the internet started speculating after he got fired from AEW. They figured out Survivor Series was in Chicago, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so you know it was just it was just wishful thinking at that point. Fans were like, "Oh, Punk's gonna come back to Chicago. I hope he comes back in Chicago." Right. Um. And then I think Nick Khan got asked about it in an interview, and he like he didn't say no, but he made it seem like that, that wasn't even on the radar. Signing. Yeah, like, we good. We good over here. Yeah, and I'm like. All right, Nick Khan is not a wrestling dude, so I can't really say he's being a carny and trying to work everyone right now. That's probably how they really feel, yeah. And I'm like, business says that you bring him back. If both sides could be amicable amicable about it. But, Mm -hmm. um, and then I think it was a clip of CM Punk was doing commentary for, like, a hockey game. And he, he said something about, um, you know, I got something coming up next month. I got to get rid of it. Like, he alluded to having something to do in November. 
And then fans really started speculating. I think Sean Ross Sab from Fightful started getting into the speculation of things. And then um and then yeah, I just forgot about Survivor Series and then boom, here he is. And it's just it's surreal and it's not at the same time. Like Comes it's back. not he, he was yeah. ten years younger. Looked like he was getting good sleep. Listen, he had he had all his time <laughs> to recuperate and get, catch up on rest. And um, I think people are mentioning AJ too, so I don't know if she's going to be back in any capacity. Because I know there um there are a lot of the like the really young women on the roster, like the NXT roster, look up to um AJ. Like AJ was that girl for a generation. He was the beginning of what we enjoy right now and yeah. this era for this era. Yeah, and then she I don't think she's um I don't think she's working with Woman of Wrestling anymore. Wow. I think that's um yeah, I think because when they when Wow came back, that's Gene for for those who don't know, Wow is like an all women's promotion that Jeannie Buss has invested in. They've been around for a while, but they um their shows are on Vice. Yeah. You know, yeah. they used they used to air after impact, but now they gotta deal with Vice and their shows air on Vice. Um so, and but when they initially came back, she was supposed to be a huge part of that. Like she's even on commentary for the first couple of shows. But um, yeah, I think I've seen that. I think yeah, seen I'm that. I'm assuming she's done with that. If they want to bring her back in the fold too, as maybe a coach or something, some kind of consultant, because because the, the like the girls were mentioning her, or like Cora Jade and all the other girls were tweeting, like mentioning her by name on Twitter, um, they all can. weekend. She'd be great to help. Some of the ladies with like their character development. <clears throat> if they, I mean, she could just yeah. come back and wrestle too if she want to wrestle. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, she was such a well developed character. I felt like she was this. She she's like an original. Like she's kind of like the yeah. um that character of um you know people that they like the stalker character, like yeah. what the cat was yeah. to China or what Mickey James was for a little while with Trish. Mm-hmm. Or Tori was for a little while with Sable, like kind of that stalker thing. She was kind, she's kind of like weird like that, but she really made that whole thing her her own. Yeah, yeah. had the, all the guys around her finger, and you know she was she was very fun with it. Um, she was and, a good um, character. I, I enjoyed AJ, man. I enjoyed. AJ. I mean, she. I remember if I remember right, Big mm-hmm. E debuted as like her her muscle, right? I know. When he was still Big E Langston. <laughs> Remember when he was coming to the ring, got hype, and he smacked her in the chest by mistake? He was doing his little <laughs> warm up and it's like, oh, sorry. Awesome, Biggie. But um, yeah, man. And so there's a sec- there's a section of people who think Seth's reaction was legitimate. And I'm just like, you, if you watch wrestling long enough, you should know. It's so over the top. You had Michael Cole holding him back, first of all. Like, let's be for real. If he was really pissed, it wouldn't have been that demonstrative. You, He probably would have blown up backstage if he was upset. But in the arena when everyone's phones are out and it's going to be on social knows. media, this is... And it makes sense because he has done... Brother. He, he's done inter- interviews already. So he, to me, even when he did the comments on the interview, as a mm-hmm. professional wrestler... I'm not one, obviously, but I've I've been I might as well be, man. I've been watching this thirty years at least now. So, yeah, you know, like your your money is always in like the next story, and so he at least 
he might have felt honestly how he felt when he said those things about punk during them interviews. But he also understood that like I'm planting seeds for if he ever does come back, which is always on the table, because you don't run the company, someone else run the company. And we've seen people oh, we've seen Goldberg come back, we've seen Ultimate Warrior come back, we've seen Bruno San Martino come back, we've seen superstar Billy Graham come back. We like everyone that swore off they never coming back. Stone Cold had a match two years ago. Listen, All right. So when Brett came back, once Brett came back, I was like, oh, it's it's open. It's why it's I open. never, ever, ever doubted CM mm-hmm. Punk would be back in some capacity. Mm-hmm. We was getting called the personality in, in, in the Federation again. And so yeah. I think I will, say, I will say this one thing. The only tricky mm-hmm. one I think is and he passed, so we don't know. Macho Man. He was on his way. But the, the the rumors of his departure and his riff with Vince have been like really nefarious. Like it's it's more oh, than with business. Stephanie it's like, yeah, I mean I don't think those rumors are true. Yeah, I'm no but, Yeah, but he that was the only one I would have been. He like, did a whole he did a whole wrestling game promo for the video game. He did a whole promo for them. Oh, he did. You know, he would look at this is like a couple months before he died, and it's like, bruh. He ain't lost a step in terms of his, like his his promo. Oh come oh, on, I gotta send that. You better go find that. Baby, it was Own for song. it was for uh um all stars wrestle. WWE all stars what the name of the game was. It was like a NBA Jam style. Oh okay, wrestling game. okay. And you know he's in the game, and so he's talking about his character in the game. So he's like, oh, I'm not oh, okay, like bro. And I'm like, bro. Oh damn. This is like during the year that he died. Like he was, he was gonna be back, not to yeah. wrestle maybe, but they're going. Oh, to yeah, 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 not to wrestle. Like okay. You know, without it, I didn't doubt it. And so I say all that to say, Seth knew if I let this be known right now, we got something <laughs> to work with if he ever does come back, and if he never comes back. This is how I feel anyway. But if he does come back, yeah. it's like, oh, we can play with this. Because they are, now they know I don't fuck with you. And now if you show up and you're in the same arena as I am, I, I have to be, I have to play into the fact that I don't want you here. That's what I said, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's it's a work, yeah. bro. And it's and it's good. It's a good work. I love it. I it's love a, it. And it's funny because there are there was another um report. About Drew McIntyre like storming out and leaving the building, mm-hmm. and like causing so much of a scene that people notice because Drew is never really that type of person. Mm-hmm. And so, but I think that's—I don't think that has anything to do with Punk. I think that's just a coincidence. I think it's a contract thing because they've been like they've been trying to renegotiate or negotiate a, a new contract for him for months. Mm-hmm. For months, because I believe his I believe his deal is up at the end of the year, and we're already at the end of November. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a frustration thing or if it's a work. Because I don't know what angle they're working now at that Survivor Series with him. But yeah, I can't well, I can't back. call it with him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he's upset about. Um, I can't tell you whether he should or shouldn't be. But, but um, this is gonna be a lot of interesting things will be happening. So Raw tonight is definitely going to do a big number. It's must-see. It's like It'll be Punk back and the Monday Night Football game matchup is trash. No one's going to watch it tonight. It's, it's two bad teams. It's like it's the Vikings versus 
I can't even remember. So anybody watching that, but um, unless you live in Minnesota, but it should be it should be a big big, not a huge number, but it should be a big number should tonight. Be, should be higher than 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 what they used to. Although yeah. I'm sure they've been having better numbers in recent months. Yeah, um, and I'm sure they're gonna. Um, I'm pretty sure they open the show with Punk. I think they kind of have to so that people ain't chanting for him the whole show. Yeah, yeah, so you get it. and you you bring in that initial viewership, that first quarter viewership be like over a million, and then boom, you good. Just keep it steady for the rest of the night. And not only that, as we're gonna get into now, like there's other returns. So yes, we indeed, might get, we, we might get Randy Orton you return. Randy Orton, you might get him on Raw as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, bound to probably get a a quick R Truth match, maybe. You know, oh, listen, the pop he got was heartwarming. Like that is a dude. Yo, they went off of him, boy. Yeah, yeah, that has to feel good. He showed up. They was like, yeah. I was like, that's right, man. He is. He is such an interesting case in wrestling because. He's going to be the most interesting Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. Yeah, because if we're taking his entire career to totality, he's a former NWA heavyweight champion. He got titles. Yeah, like he went when he, like his time in TNA, he was a top guy in TNA. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, but then for him to come back to the E and like embrace this comedic role. And just run with it, take it to and make his career last longer than that's it probably would have lasted if he didn't. Like that's a testament to him because like it's not like our truth was whack in the ring. No. <laughs> like it's not that. It's just his charisma and his personality is so over the top that you gotta capitalize on it. And boom. And his body is probably thanking him. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to do as much like Especially with the way he wrestled with the dives and the corks through everything. I'm sure his back would have been like sore yeah, if he kept that that full time. But um shot to the injuries he got. The injuries he got is definitely just because he'd been doing it for twenty five years. Yeah, yeah. Not not for no other reason. Cause the dude don't age Mm-mm. not one he still I told my cousin uh I mean even over the weekend, I was like, yo, he still look like K Quick, yo. Yo, <laughs> K-Quick for real with the he shiny like jeans. K- he, he look like K-Quick. With the Jervaux jeans. <laughs> he getting rowdy. Son, rowdy, rowdy. Yo, listen, people and, over there, what's up? Amen, man. So, so it'll be good to see see everybody. Um, But what a, what a, what a, what a return. I don't know how, mm-hmm. you know, CM Punk, he's probably, it's him and probably Chris Jericho that has had these like multiple huge returns. Yeah. You know, yeah. um and, and The Rock is getting into that category now too. But 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 the Jericho and Punk returns lead to actual matches more times than not. Yeah. So I gotta put them on higher regards. And what's special about Punk's returns and is that this shit is so condensed. He's had like three of these shits in the last two years. That's crazy, right? <laughs> That's the thing that bugged me. I was like, yo, this is Punk's Third huge return Bruh. in the last couple of years. And this is the dude who we thought would never wrestle again, let alone for the WWE. 
But um, and I know you know I told you like my the only thing that I'm not looking forward to is the online discourse amongst fans. But it hasn't been that bad, honestly. It hasn't been that bad lately. Everybody but, got um, a role to play, and yeah. you hope the people who are the wrestling journalists out there, I hope they're not looking for every little hiccup to report on. Just let let the man have listen. his time and the company. Let things be what they are. Listen, no sir. Melsa already got the report of how like Punk felt he was bigger than AEW, and that's why, you know, like this, like he made a decision that he was going to come to WWE after the scrum situation and this, that, and the third, and how this other ex WWE. And I'm like, yo, we don't need this now. Let us just enjoy yeah. the moment before jumping into the whole who's unhappy, <laughs> who's next to jumping. Like let let all that happen when it happens. It was so right. genuine. There were him coming back. I told you, it, it felt like the most right thing. I, you know, I was like, bro, this is it. This yeah. is it. Nothing yeah. against AEW, man. Yeah. But I'm just, it's just, bro, you drink America's Choice, yeah. it's cranberry juice. You drink Ocean Spray, it's a different experience. It's just, you're like, damn, <laughs> this is freaking cranberry juice. It's all, you know. Like, and you. I think the punk, the people who, who decides to take sides after that whole thing, they got to at least give AW credit for being the company to rekindle Punk's love for wrestling. Because with him not coming back to AEW, I don't think he goes back to WWE, at least not now. It would probably have been like next year or something like that once. I agree. You know, if the whole Triple H taking over and Vince McMahon falling back still happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's I a huge factor in him coming back. But listen, they they did they did something to make him want to come back, and his run was good while he was there. So I liked it. I liked yeah. it. You know, I love the MJF feud. Yeah, like, yeah, and that I don't even think that reached everything it could have reached. They oh no, no, they still have more story to tell. They now still that MJF is tell. like on this level now, it's like oh, mm-hmm. you know, it, yeah. they could have got they could have got more more out of that. Well, I think they were honestly gonna like before the whole Adam. I think the Adam Cole thing was a pivot, mm-hmm. like leaning more into it was a pivot. A due to the fans loving it initially, and due to Punk leaving, I think the next step was a unif. Well, I don't want to say it's a unification because Punk says he's the real world champ, but you you had to relinquish it due to injury, so you weren't. But I think that was gonna be the whole deal. Punk thinking calling himself the real world's champion. And him and MJF yeah, and them, yeah, and then that would have yeah. probably been. Um, I don't think it would have been the um all in show, but um probably this past full gear that would have been the main event full gear something like that instead of Jay White. Well, they could have had it. They had to fire him. Such a yeah. good job. That wasn't no fireable <laughs> offense, be like. But here you here we are, y'all some punks over there, man. Nah, that's, that's why I have to. That's why I think it has to be something more than that because to fire. For Tony Khan to fire essentially his favorite pro wrestler ever and CM Punk, said they, like they got into a fight in his area and the dude yelled in his face and he was scared for his life. Yeah, I think like I think some a production equipment almost fell on top of him or some shit like that. Something. But anyway, Punk is back in the E. Um and like the next logical question in that is um well, before we get into, you know, we'll close the show with how the the landscape of wrestling changed. But yeah, yeah, after, yeah, 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 they eventually like they're teasing 
um, Seth as the first feud. Um, I want to see what he does for WrestleMania. Unless that's going to be the WrestleMania match and just build from now up until WrestleMania. Will he be in the Rumble as an entrant? I think if you want to, I think if they, I don't know if they need him in the Rumble. They got so many people you care about now, thank goodness. Yeah, yeah. I think he should have a, a match instead of just being in the Rumble. Yeah, he might might end up doing something like that. But I do think they should not touch each other until WrestleMania, though. I don't think they should have a match until WrestleMania, yo. Yeah, not that. Just promos. Yeah. And, just and promos. They can, get in, they can really get into it. And uh, and I think you'll see also like Seth ain't gonna be so hunky dory, flamboyant with his uh presentation leading up into that neither. He's gonna be very serious and annoying. Yeah. And, yeah. And I was thinking earlier like Punk got to be able to use the card on Seth and hopefully again with Roman eventually that he's like yo, kayfabe, I'm the one that brought you up to this point, B. Like I, yeah. I introduce you all to the world, and that needs yeah. to be something that said. If now that we're in this era of doing callbacks, mm-hmm. Triple H is remembering people's history and shit, mm-hmm. that got to be something that's like, bro. I'm when I was y'all came in, I was on top, but I was on my my run. You know what I mean? Y'all came in when I was fighting the Rock, be like, you know what I'm saying, Best I'm in nothing. The world. I'm nothing to snooze that, you know, and um. So you know, and and man, I I don't know. I guess he's gonna be on Raw. A Punk Ro- Roman feud is like that should be part of Roman because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the dynamic between Roman and Punk, but also Paul Heyman and Punk is like yes, my yes, we need that yes. is like what what you, like he it's has, funny Paul Heyman <laughs> had both of them reigns. He had both of those reigns on on his resume. Yeah, and that's a story, bro. That's Yo, a, that it's might funny be. how like no no they gotta do that for Royal Rumble they gotta do it for something yeah that it's funny it's funny how a couple of weeks ago we were saying how um what's the next thing they can do with Roman's championship reign I'm to bored get people you. yeah and I'm bored boom lo and behold here we go you got a story that writes itself now when I'm they decide to tell the story it'll be up to them but you gotta tell that story you have to and you gotta um. You got to get Punk and LA Knight in the ring together at one point. Even though there's rumors they're having, like, there's rumors, like, because WWE is now under a parent company, they can't can't guarantee as much money for contracts without permission, quote-unquote. So, like, apparently trying to come up with a deal for LA Knight is becoming an issue for them, too. But I'm sure they'll work that out because they know where they're gonna let him go. Not now, oh, man. Yeah, that dude can talk people into people like him. He has mm-hmm. to stay. People like yeah. him. Yeah. Um. That's what do you, what do you think? I'm personally like, you know, I'm not mad at the Roman reign, but I am bored. Um. Yeah. But how long do you think they are running with this thing? That they will run with this thing. I think he drops the title 2024. I don't know when in 2024, but that'll be it. Like, I think he'll finish the year out as champion. They don't have any more. They don't have a December pay-per-view, do they? They probably do, but I'm not. I'm just not. 
I don't think so. Yeah, and if I they the do, it's not big enough for him to drop the belt. Yeah, the Rumble probably. So I think he. I don't know if he'll hold it after Romania. If he's still the champion when Mania is done, I don't know what they're going to be doing. I honestly have no idea what else they can do. But other than that, I think 2024 is the end. Between now and Mania, the only big pay-per-view is Royal Rumble, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have... Although they do Elimination Chamber in Australia, I think, which I guess will be a big deal. Yeah. But... There's no, you know, Rumble and Mania are two of the big fours. Survivor Series is the third big four. Yeah. And the other one is SummerSlam. So you think mm-hmm. if it's not, you think it goes at, until SummerSlam or you think it's done at Mania? I'm thinking it's done at Mania. Okay. But if it's not, it has to be done by SummerSlam. He cannot okay. finish 2024 still as champion. He can't. Because I don't, I just can't see what other fresh stories you can tell. And there's this... nothing very captivating. The punk stuff yeah. is captivating. But like if if Roman were to fight solo right now, mm-hmm. go for it. I, I don't really care. If yeah. you want to fight Jimmy right now, go I don't really care. Like what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> you gotta the other shoes gotta drop. You know? You know, um and that's not to say that LA Knight should have beat him or nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, we just should have been making some other decisions here about dropping. Yeah. Um, another time. That's all. Yeah, it's gonna be that's all I'm saying. That's gonna be something interesting to watch. And then um does Punk will eventually want to be a champion again. But I can see him going for the world heavyweight championship. And maybe dethroning set, but um, yeah, I don't know if they're doing like a, a night of champions match against Roman or some shit like that. Some yeah, something like that, something like that. But um, okay. yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I have faith based on his recent run. I have faith that Triple H will um figure something out. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I I trust I trust will be. I mean, I you know, I built up equity with Triple H running this thing, so yeah. I'm curious. Um, so because we'll like the more I think about it, like thinking about both company, all the companies, the more I'm like, yo, booking wrestling is hard, man. Sure, booking wrestling is hard when you, especially when you have a large roster to manage. So I need and, a team, and yeah. both the companies have large rosters. Yeah. And like you when know. people's tastes vary so much in wrestling, like some people love the comedy stuff, some people hate it, some people like blood, some people hate it, this, that, then the third. It's it's tricky. It's tricky. So I ain't I ain't gonna um I ain't gonna hold anybody's feet too close to the fire. Mm-hmm. But yeah. We gotta this Roman stuff has to we gotta, you know, generate some excitement for it again. We've been reheating the hell out of it. Yeah. Oh, they, made, they made something happen with it. Um, I've been watching wrestling, but I've been, you know, I catch it when I catch it. You mm-hmm. know, we've been going for a couple of weeks, so I can't remember everything that caught my eye. But um, in regards to our slam of the week, yes, um, yes. I want to shout out the women's uh, War Games match because uh, I saw some cool stuff. Um, a slight little critique. 
but um but saw some cool stuff uh eos guy on the top of the thing on the top of the cage put a, a garbage can over her body over her head and jumped oh. off the shit onto the women which i thought yeah. was so fun my only critique on them spots because you know charlotte did a moonsault off the top of that thing later in the match also which i mm-hmm. enjoyed as well when these women are waiting to safely catch these other ladies I need them to like still punch each other and stuff. I still need them to look busy. Yo, the camera has to to make it work. Yeah, it's like, bro, the people in the arena. I feel like they get taken out of the moment. We're all just waiting for a thing to happen, which is a lot of older wrestlers like critiques of that style of wrestling. It's like, bro, we are in, we are in combat, man. We got to stay in combat no matter what. And at the last minute, we all got to be ready, you know, or maybe somebody could. You know, the ladies got to say a, a, a word when they about to jump down. Like, something that made people at the last minute go, all right, we're ready now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because otherwise, maybe it's like, this ain't Mortal Kombat. Oh, listen, that is my, that is one of my old man yelling at the cloud critiques in all of wrestling. Like, the whole, the standing and watching and, like, they got to set up an elaborate dive so you got to get everyone together and you're all standing there arm and arm ready to catch on like bro someone throw a chop and I something got something in the, something. In the middle of it do something you know, or if you can like if you can see the screen have your back to the wrestler and then look at the screen and then turn at the second so it seems like oh you caught me off guard I wasn't looking instead of looking at them climb up the rope and wobbling like you on Mortal Kombat dizzy or some shit like that like it's not I hate and it like it stuck out to me because I was watching Collision, mm-hmm. and it was House of Black versus um, I think Commander and Gravity and two Luchos. But Commander, what he does is he does a full tight rope across one rope and then springs board off the adjacent ropes. So while he's doing that tight walk, they're all standing there waiting again. It's like, bro, it just looks so awkward like it works in lucha libre most times because they're fast-paced yeah they're fat and they've been and they've been wrestling since they were like 10 in mexico so they the, the timing is so perfect that they don't need to stand and wait for each other they can they know where they're supposed to be at the time but it just mm-hmm. i hate it i hate it i gotta give like some respect to like the undertaker in this sense like as he got, became more of a like a um, work rate type of wrestler if you yeah. notice when he does the old school as the years went on when he would walk the rope he started doing way more attacking your shoulder type shit before he would do it like he'll twist your arm a little bit he'll pull your yeah. joint in like yeah, he'll he'll do some stuff to make it seem like all right i'm kind of sore now i ain't really gonna bother you when you decide to walk up there yeah you know, early undertaker would just pull you to the corner and he'll do the thing and then when people start paying attention he's like oh, alright I gotta turn this into a hold so I'm gonna yeah. start slamming you I'm gonna start working the arm so yeah. when I get to this point it's understood that like okay I ain't, he ain't really gonna try to mess with me at this point and I think that's smart you know what yeah. I mean? like people gotta find ways just to cause even for me as a viewer it, it just it takes me out of it but I thought mm-hmm. those ladies the fun match. Bianca had two braids and she was whipping people with both braids. It was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, man. Bianca um, two braids, get it? Yeah, it was. It was cool. Um, it was cool to see uh, Becky and and Charlotte be on the same page. 
mm-hmm. given their history. And um, yeah, I don't, I didn't know that was coming. Like that was something that happened like a week or two ago. I was like, oh yeah, they cool, okay. It was like um, I know I seen a post. It was like um, Bianca was like taking credit for like getting them to see to be on the same page and shit. So it's oh, a good really? thing. That's a shoot. No, no, like KPY, like um, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it, I did not see Survivor Series. Um, check it out when you can. I will the sa- definitely. The Saturday thing threw me off, man. Trust me, I was yeah. like, "Oh, it's Saturday." Yeah, I'm ready. I'm gonna be in Harlem. Like it had like last week, and I had to watch. Um, I watched Full Gear on Sunday, and um, okay. and I go front when you got nothing. When you mm-hmm. it's a lazy Sunday, throwing on a pay per view Sunday late morning, early afternoon. I ain't mad. Um. But my, yeah, my slam of the week is going to be from Full Gear because yeah, yeah, yeah. um like there was there were no TV matches in the past two weeks that really stood out to me um mm-hmm. more than this so it's gonna be Swerve and Hangman Texas Death Match um and I say this as someone who. That I I never liked. Well, let me not say I've never liked death matches. I don't. I never liked the way indie wrestling did death matches. If that makes sense, with the light tools and like it was just such unregulated violence that like it was just no it was story. cringe. No, but like even even outside of the story, like the spots you could like you could tell no one went over the spots to make sure they were doing it in a safe way. Okay, you know what I mean. Everything just like. Like if you watch the dark side of the ring of Nick Gage, like oh, he yeah, gets yeah. hit with a light tube and freaking slices an artery open, is it's just like, bro, what are you doing? That's not to me. That's not wrestling. Like I ain't not. not. But when you get into the, the way Japan did it and the way AEW does their death matches, like yes, it's violent, but you can tell that they say, all right, we went over these. We at least discussed these spots if we didn't physically go over them before. But um, I say that to say this: that match started balls to the wall. Like you know, what's funny? Hangman. I didn't see. I only seen clips of that match. I haven't seen the whole thing. Oh yeah, I've seen. So, so swerve. So first of all, Prince Nana has the background dances now. <laughs> he came out to the um to Swerve's music. That's and... my favorite part of the whole package. B. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Not to cut you off, but I really yeah. think eventually because people love Nana so much, mm-hmm. Swerve is gonna turn on Nana one day, man. Cause it's cause, cause he's getting him over as a face kind of with the with the dance. Swerve's gonna yeah. turn on him and niggas is gonna be real tight at Swerve. And it's gonna help him continue to be a, a heel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean it's coming. It's coming. Hang the on um, the promo hangman cut um before the pay-per-view. He planted those seeds. He was like, yo, Nana's just using you. He comes out here, he does his little dance that he sells a thousand dollars in t-shirts. He's 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 living off of your success. So they already planted the seeds. And you can tell like sometimes when um when they're coming out, Swerve has like a little bit of a side eye to Nana, but he just shrugs it off and keeps mm-hmm. going. But um that match though. So no entrance for Hangman. He comes out just boom. Just runs out, starts the action already. They like the staple, the whole stapling paper sitter. That was the first five minutes of the match. 
Oh, wow. Like, they came out and got to the violence immediately just to um, push the whole, this is a blood feud and Hangman is that angry. So, like, he came out. Yeah, like, the whole drinking the blood and spitting was, like, the first quarter of that match. And six, that spot, I can see why people don't like that spot. Because, like, health concerns, why you, but as the Is that the drinking blood spot? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I don't know. Because what happened was, wherever Swerve bladed, he must have hit an arc because he was leaking immediately. He must have hit like a juicy vein or something because it was just because you could see the blood was just pouring out of his face. And for that oh. much blood to be in his mouth, him, it was crazy. And then the whole, the whole staple spot, um, Swerve stapling himself and laughing like a psycho. Hangman stapling his kids, finger painting the source face. Um, like the spots were dangerous, but what I really like is that AEW, for as many Texas death matches as they've had, because they just had another one earlier this year. Um, um, what you call it? Um, Ricky Starks versus American Dragon, Brian Danielson. They just had that a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. But what they do is they book these matches so differently mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like you're watching the same match. Like the pacing mm-hmm. of each match is different. The stories, the things they choose to highlight in the stories in each match is different. And that's one thing I will say AW does very well. They know how to repeat these matches but not make them feel like the same when you're watching them. But um, I could dig that, that match was just... It sounds they, like the match that Swerve needed. To continue yes. to solidify this character, I think that's what it yeah. does. Seem like. Yeah, and it um and it does it doesn't hurt Hangman's character because he lost um in the Texas Death Match you got to lose either by submission or by um knockout or passing out. There's no pinfall, mm-hmm. so he choked him out with the chain. He you know tied the chain around his neck, did a little little threw it over the turnbuckle and hung him and choked him out with it. But um so Hangman looks quote unquote strong in defeat. But so yeah, hangman that match was a hangman. Nah, Swerve no Swerve was the hangman. Oh, I meant to send you the picture too. So there's a picture of Swerve hanging hangman with the chain. Mm-hmm. And in the background, it's like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and Teddy Long <laughs> smiling down on him. <laughs> Not Teddy Long. <laughs> I was like, yo, why is Teddy Long here? And then in the thread. There's a clip of Teddy Long. I forgot who he was saying it to, but it was on SmackDown. He's like, security, get this cracker out of my ring. I was like, <laughs> son, only Teddy Long can say cracker oh, on God, TV and pro wrestling. Fucking and bugging era, Teddy Long was out of control. Oh, man, listen. Rodney Mack, Jazz, and Mark Henry. Oh, uh, the fuck, the, the five-minute white boy challenge. Oh my god! I didn't even. I don't think I had. Heck, I don't think I had cable at that time, so I missed that. I caught all that shit like residually after the fact. I heard he was wilding, but I didn't see it. Yo, he was wilding. A couple years later, I caught up. I got out of my ring. Oh my! Yeah, man, that's my slam of the week. Swerve, Hangman. They have. They have really great chemistry with each other. Like they really play well off each other. I. I I know, right? I never would have thought. I never would have thought, but it's they got it, man. They can't have no more matches after that. I don't know where they go after that, but 
that was brutal enough. I feel ask. like if they ever face each other again, it had to be sometime down the line. You know, you got to give a little breather. And then it would have to be for the world title. Like a ch championship has to be involved. Otherwise, there's no point in them wrestling each other again. They already yeah, had their blood feud. They can revisit it down the line. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know where they go after this. Um, but those are some good slam of the week. All right, that was that was that was straight. It's been this this whole look, man. This shit is fun right now. That's all. Like I've, mm -hmm. it's been just more fun and more fun. Wrestlers need to get in more fights backstage to keep it fun. Um, <laughs> so what do you? Well, Survivor Series, I can tell you. Um, just as a quick recap, mm -hmm. what I remember seeing, uh, the 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 faces beat uh, Damage Control. Um, mm -hmm. in the women's war games match, I think, uh, yo, there was there was another spot that that will annoy you in that match too. I'm sorry, but who does Kyrie Sane does the insane elbow, right? Yeah, right. And yeah. so she there was a spot where one of her teammates sort of catapults her. She's like just we standing here. She runs towards her, and her teammate catapults her up, and she does the insane elbow from that onto somebody. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't. The person had chairs on top of them. She does the elbow on the chair, and Kyrie saying ass hit the chair. So she comes down. Ah, I said, like, "Oh, that's." Cool. But Kyrie didn't sell the fact that she also fell on the chair. I uh, see. You know what I mean? See. I'm like, "Yo, you fell on the chair." <laughs> so yeah, you, least, hit, you, you hit your shit. Well, you fell at least shake your arm out. Shake your arm out. Something. The girl buttocks hit the chair. I'm like, bro, you, <laughs> you got to do something to say. I just hit a chair. The the lady she got catapulted at least eight feet in the air. She really it was a cool move. But anyway, I'm gonna sound like a nitpick, and I'm really not. I enjoyed that match. It was my slam of the week. But yeah. I just popped in my head. Um, Rhea Ripley uh, beat uh, Zoe Stark. We expected that. I yeah. still like Zoe Stark. She's coming along. Um, Gunther, my guy. He beat the Miz in, in, a, in a what was a longer than expected match. Mm -hmm. Um, I was surprised by that. Yeah, you thought you thought Miz was gonna win? No, 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 no. I wasn't oh. surprised by that. Yeah, no, no. I knew Gunther was not. If not, nah, Miz is not gonna be one of the thrown Gunther. Trying to think, am I missing the match? When he had the men's war games. I don't think was that all the matches. Did they do um? Oh, Ray Ray's out with injury. They didn't do any LWO thing, right? Yes. Sorry. They had a match. Uh, Santos had a match with Dragon Lee, I think the guy's name is. Yeah. Came from NXT. I did not watch that match, though. I got to give it a I got to give it a look. They had a match. Dragon was... Lee, who is the brother of Roosh from AWO, from AEW, Roosh, um, LFO, Lolos. The LFI, I mean, Los Faction, Ingo Bernables. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's their leader. He's their leader. Long the Mexican be... guy. Okay, that's not the dude that be talking with, that be coming out speaking English for Andrade. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I'm nah, Roosh is, um, Roosh, he had a match this this past Wednesday against um him and Jay White had a match. And then yes, did you catch... I saw some of that. Yeah, did you catch Collision last weekend? I think I did. 
he I think he had a match then too. He was he had a tag match. Um, but yeah, like him, there's another wrestler, Jalistico. Like they got so it's like six brothers. Okay. Just spread out through all the wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Um also how they did the Randy Orton return was fun. So in the main event, they were toying that Randy Orton did not come out with them. So it was always like, is he gonna show up? Type of thing. And so, you know, they went through everybody's war game. Everyone that's supposed to enter have entered. And so now the the only logical next person that's supposed to come in is supposed to be Randy. So they go to the runway and his music don't play. And then Rhea Ripley music play. So she's running out and she got Damien Sand, not Damien Sandow, sorry. Damien, Damien Priest uh, money in the bank with the referee. So Seth is out during the match, during the war games, knocked out. So they yeah. trying to cash it in. During right war games. Oh, shit. Yes. So Shorty, I was like, oh, this is creative as hell. And I kind of knew where it was going, but I'm like, this is fun. Because it's like, all right, what's happening here? So right when they about to ring the bell for this thing, I hear voices. And then <laughs> I was like, oh, this is great. So imagine watching that. Like, if I was watching that, eventually mm-hmm. Randy comes in, they clean house for the most part. And they win the match. Imagine watching that excitement to just go and DVD, DVD, DVD. It's like something else, something else. Like yeah. I would have fell out. I would have passed it out. Nah, they nah, nah, WWE knocked it off the park at that one. Like they, and that thing they, that Triple H does that. where he make you think the show is over. That shit is hilarious. You put the little logo, the logo on the corner. corner. Yeah. Nope, it ain't over. Oh, it's like when you go to a concert, bro. If you don't see that they brought up the house lights, relax. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna do an encore, exactly. bro. The house lights they come up, stay, stay. Don't be running back when I pop back out. You should know that. You should know the deal by now. You know. Nah, they, that was well played. That was well played. And then they I saw that, that um, little RKO they threw off. What's that dude's name? Um, JD McDonough. Yeah, they threw him off the top of the cage and Orton caught him for the um, little RKO. And Orton's looking good, man. To do too. That dude looks like he's chiseled, B. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I can't front. Ma- Ma- Mason Cam is is like not happy with my choice of words, but nah, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, when I was in like in my college years and I was like going to the gym every day, I was like, yo, I'm trying to get like Randy. That's what I'm Randy. trying to do. I'm trying to get like Randy. That dude, that dude, man, he he, he used his time off well. Yeah, <laughs> that dude is one of my favorites. Hard. One of my favorites, man. Oh um, no, you probably catch him in a in a tag team match tonight. <laughs> How they gonna ease him back into the yeah. into the program? Yeah, um, yeah. Damn, it's been a while. Yeah. What else? What else should we know about uh? AEW over the last couple weeks that we might not have touched on. So um AEW has they announced at full gear that they have signed Will Ospreay, who right. was said to be probably the hottest male free agent in the market. Like outs who who hasn't worked for either company yet. Let me okay. put that qualifier in there. Mm-hmm. Um so and Will is no one really honestly no one knew who he would sign with because um there's I mean there's a thing with Will and Seth, they've wanted to have a match together for so long. Like they still tweet 
each other to this day, talking about one day we'll have this match, one day we'll have this match. Um, mm-hmm. So people thought there was an outside chance WWE might get a um, have a shot, but I don't, I don't know if that was ever going to be a thing because Osprey's style is is so like high impact, false, like hundred miles an hour from the jump type of thing that I don't know if. I don't know if like it's matches where WWE tries to present on a weekly basis. You know what Vince says, man. We tell stories. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it, and then Will likes to um, Will like Pac. He's one of those wrestlers. He doesn't want to move to the US full time. He wants to live in the UK and then travel from the UK to his dates. And um, I knew that was going to be a factor there. And then not going to work. He, I think he, um, one of the things he wants to do is he still wants to be able to do dates for New Japan whenever he wanted. So once I knew all those things were happening, this wasn't a surprise signing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it's, it's huge. Like they got the biggest male free agent. Um, I say male free agent because for those who don't know who aren't hit to like Japan, Jap- Japan's women's wrestling. Seen a Joshi scene. There is this wrestler named Julia. She's half Italian, half um Japanese. Mm-hmm. Her contract with New Japan is up, and she is definitely the best woman free agent out there. Um, she was like she was booked to defeat Mercedes Monet for the belt if Mercedes didn't get injured. That shows you how much faith New Japan had in her. And so the rumor is that Mercedes. she. In the next segment, yeah. So with Julia, she is the rumor is she is basically already signed to WWE, like that, like they got her in the bag. So, <clears throat> so look out for that. That should be another in the next few weeks. If you hear about that signing, it's huge. It's she gonna be, be huge. Might, they might send an NXT. Yeah, because I think she just has to. Um, I don't think her English is that great yet. But mm-hmm. well, um, she has the look. She has the in-ring ability. Um, and she is, yeah, she's basically outside of Mercedes Monet. She'd be like the biggest free agent woman signing, female free agent signing. I'm trying to sound PC. Um, yeah, I understand. In the game, but yes, Osprey's all elite. He won't be debuting until next year. They're going to let him finish out his remaining dates with New Japan. And then, um, yeah, 2024 is when, I think January, he'll be there for um, Revolution, the Revolution pay-per-view. And then it's on from there. And everyone's speculating, since All In's going to be in the UK, I'm certainly speculating him versus Pac, if Pac is healthy as the UK. It doesn't have to mean a fan, but it's like, you can't do shooting, yeah. As a big UK showcase, so it's exciting. It's exciting. He's a um. I don't know if he's not going to be everyone's cup of tea because he has that style where, you know, huge moves that should end matches end up getting kicked out of. <laughs> but um, you lost me already. Yeah, but um, outside of that, he's, he's a, <laughs> He's at up at one. He's at one. I know it. 
yeah, it's gonna be yeah. Be exactly, Michael Cole. How did he do it? <laughs> but other than that, it oh should be. It's a big signing for them. We'll see what happens, and then um, the Continental Classic AEW's doing their round robin style wrestling tournament. I think uh, it started is, already. Yeah, it started already. So this is this is a new format as far as American wrestling goes. Um, Mexico, Lucha Libre, and Japan have done these kind of round robin tournaments before. Like New Japan does the G one every year, and um, that's huge because they invite like wrestlers who don't wrestle for New Japan are invited to the tournament. Mm-hmm. So you always get like a mixture of like top guys from other companies, top guys from New Japan, and whatever. But um, this will be AEW's crack at it. Um, I don't know how it's gonna go. There's gonna be a triple crown champion. I don't know who. It'll it'll get better, I think. But yeah, I think they just... started over the week. I think it started Saturday, and I just like my nigga, y'all ain't fucking yeah. CM Punk returning homes. Yeah, not so last Wednesday. Dynamite was um for the first. Dynamite's gonna start it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so because they're doing it's two groups, it's like the blue group and the gold group. The gold group is like a playing lights. tournament, not the yeah, playing tournament, in season tournament they got going on. Yeah, yeah, basically something like that. So that's interesting. I don't know what the booking decisions will be. Like, there's a point system, so there's wins, losses, and draws. You get like three points for a win, one point for a draw, no points for a loss. Um, and like the the caliber of wrestlers in there, it feels like. Outside of Daniel Garcia, everyone in that tournament should be favored to win. But what's the story you're going to tell to lead to the winner of the tournament and afterwards? So that'll be what's... Because it can't be a tournament just for the sake of having a tournament. I would hope isn't, that some stories will be built off of it. Isn't the... Isn't a title on the line during this thing too? So if you... It's not on the line every match. But um, okay. if you win the tournament, you win... You become ROH World Champion, the New Japan Strong cha- Open Weight Champion, and AEW's introducing a, a new, another belt, the Continental Championship. So you'll it'll be a Triple Crown Championship, three belts from three different companies. So you'll probably and, have, um, yeah, you have all belts. You probably get a trophy as well, but um, you'll essentially be a triple champion. By the end of the tournament, and would that all be represented by one title, or do you defend that I, like that I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Usually, A-W. usually it's um like outside of the U.S. Triple Crown champions, they don't create a new belt. They just have they carry all the belts, and like they'll award them a trophy to represent as the Triple Crown champion. But they're not going to walk around with a big ass trophy all the time. So it's usually, um, I would okay. assume it's since it's three belts, they'll only carry what they'll be defending at the time, unless you want to be one of those wrestlers who comes out Drake. You want to be like Ultimo Dragon, come out with come every back. belt you've ever had on you. But um, that'll be interesting to see with the booking. <clears throat> but um, yeah. Listen, people are saying that was crunch time. Look, man, the E is not playing with people, y'all. That's all I know. They're not fucking with no. people, right? No. It's it's. Well, I brought I brought up 
well, you brought up Mercedes Monet, and I had listened to, I think I might have been listening to Going In Raw yesterday. Mm-hmm. And and somebody brought up the point about um how likely do you think now that Vince is gone, Punk is back, how likely do you see it, especially with a situation like how the there's only one horsewoman not in the company, but the other three horsewomen is on the same page for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like what are the odds you think that Sasha Banks will come back? Under this new regime, you know what I mean. Um, I don't know, cause I'm like, I see her going back eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, I definitely see her finishing out her career there. But I feel like she's at a place right now, like she's still recovering from injury. So just speculation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she wants to. She's in the time of her life where she wants to she still wants to do other things I want to say damn I don't know how old she is I want to say two years oh, you want to give it two years back. yeah okay. or a year because okay. I know she expects to be back in action like January February she says she should be recovered by um, she still has to finish out her New Japan contract um mm-hmm. i could see her freelancing just to get a couple of those like mm-hmm. matches yeah matches that she couldn't get in the wwe and then once that's done i think she's back in wwe and finishes out and retires as a future hall of famer blah 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 etc cetera, etc cetera. because she is someone who it's not like other wrestlers where they've had even if it even if brief, they've had a a career outside of the WWE. Mm-hmm. Like she is, it says she's a homegrown WWE talent who left due to circumstances. I don't want to say outside of her control, but like it wasn't like it weren't savory for her. Yeah, she didn't leave because she was tired of WWE. She would have stayed if things were the way she wanted them to be. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a thing where she had WWE fatigue or she was burnt out. So this always, because of that, the door for her to come back is always going to be open. I just think at this point, she just wants to knock out a couple of dream matches and scenarios before she eventually resigns. Because I think one of the big things was seeing if she was big enough to be a draw outside of the WWE. Yeah. And Granted, Japan's like a, a different market, but I feel like she feels like, okay, I'm that bitch. Not to mm-hmm. steal a quote from Jade, but... True. And especially with Jade now in the WWE. Yeah. Look, man, they got a lot of toys they can play with in WWE. Yeah. Like, it's, you gotta it's have so that match. Little, and somebody, they mentioned this on the podcast I listened to yesterday, like the way that Triple H has been utilizing everybody. I mean, it's it's the best mm-hmm. we've seen everyone utilizing in decades. Where like, yeah, you have interest yeah. in the undercard, you have interest in the main events, you have interest in the 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 the, the fluff skits. Look, I enjoy Austin Theory and what's my other dude over there? Oh, um, Grayson, Grayson Waller. Waller. Oh, I love Grayson Waller, son. 
like that dude is a that is sports entertainment. That dude is yeah. pro wrestling. Yeah. Yo. That dude is yeah. like this is exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Like people people generally don't like him. People generally are tired of Austin Theory. Let's put them together. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Oh my God. Listen, well, it's one of I the forgot, best things um, ever. One of the best things ever they, they could have ever done. I was um I was reading so I was on one of a um a wrestling forum and it was the question was is this crunch time for, for AEW after you know Survivor series? Um and one of the interesting things I read was that initially when AEW came into play, its big thing was that it was an alternative from the WWE. And at that point it truly was because Vince yeah. was still running things and like the like the product was compared to now the product was not good compared mm-hmm. to now. And they mentioned how you could see during the pandemic how AEW was essentially the more entertaining company during the pandemic. Because they did the best early on. Yeah. Because yeah. of you know Vince's old stuck in the mud ways and things like that. And they're saying now that alternative is much less than it was before because now with Triple H at the helm, they're doing things that normally you would only see in AEW, like acknowledging people's past and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like little mm-hmm. subtle things like that. Like the only big differences now are the levels of blood and violence and yes. um, language. Like those are really the only Besides aesthetics, like the production and stuff like that, those are the only real Which, differences between the companies. AEW so, got to get AEW need to get that together. What did yeah. What did I just see? Wow, it was somebody's entrance or something like that from from the pay per view, and I was like, "Bro, y'all, this is you don't mess this up during nobody entrance, man." <laughs> like they somebody stumbled. I think it was man. It, it just annoyed the hell out of me. Yeah. It annoyed the hell out of me. They got that's the thing. Um, that's gonna be a thing that it's gonna be tough because they are essentially a family-run business. Like they have to invest the money themselves. It's not like you know, once WWE was publicly traded, they had more money to play with. Like I can't, even, I, I can't even give you that because <laughs> WWE had steady cameras in the eighties. Look, yeah. Went, oh no, no. As I'm, far as like the the shots you choose and shit like that, yeah, they've been crisp for. Like, I, yeah, I can't do it. That shit been looking pristine, as far as I can remember. It only looked like yeah. shit before I was born, maybe. <laughs> like, and they were mom and pop until nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, they were, they were thirty years old when I was the born. Were a lot more modest because you got to remember, Roy used to just be a titan trying to the black curtain. Oh no! I'm just talking about how they pan. Just this oh, camera okay, work. Okay. I'm just talking about camera work. I ain't talking about the sets or nothing. I'm just talking about yo. Okay, yeah, yeah, something yeah. fly happens. They looking at somebody in the crowd. No, oh yeah, man. yeah. You know what that, I mean? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, listen. I don't have a problem you. with they set. I don't have a problem with they set or if anything this, like that. If this one job, I know I can do with confidence in AEW. It'll be running that production truck. Oh my god. I know for a fact I have the eye. I have a better eye than whoever's in that truck now. <laughs> I can tell you that much. It's like when um 
what's his name? The dude who runs production for WWE. I can't remember. Oh, Kevin his name. Dunn. Oh my goodness. Him when he first started the whole camera shake during punches and then going back and forth. Oh my god, I hated that. I'm so glad that that's not as prevalent as it used to be. Like it was just when that, they, I, I don't like, even know why they started doing that. I don't know either. It's such a weird style of of of, of you know, documenting something. And the most baffling thing is Kevin Dunn's been the head of the production since forever. So it he's wasn't been the guy since the time I'm talking about. He's been the yeah. guy. So he just all of a sudden started doing weird things in production. And I'm just like, why? Why? Like, why would you like? But it seems like he's current. I don't know if he's still is he still running. I don't know if he's still running. He still works with them. I think he still does. Okay, but yeah, they've definitely curbed that because that shit was and the the multiple camera angle, the multiple camera switches, like bro, just about to give me motion sickness watching TV. That's crazy. It was that's crazy. But yeah, I could definitely. I'm with you on that as far as like choosing what to cut to and what shots to choose. I'm 100 with you because they do it sometimes at the worst moments of it'd be a yeah. big match. It'd be like yeah. I'm like, bro, this stuff is gonna be. It's almost as bad as the person that cut away when Edge came back at the Royal Rumble and yeah. spared. I think Dolph Ziggler and when he was yeah. getting spared, they looked to the crowd. I'm like, my nigga, this is gonna be a memory. It's so hit like you gotta. What do you? And what I think doing? that's the problem because like when I watch wrestling, like as far as like when I'm seeing the production and shots they choose. I'm thinking, are these people not thinking that I want these shots to be in the future video package? Because that's how I'll be thinking. Like, I want this to be as perfect as possible because when I'm doing a video package for a few later down the line, I want this shot to be this way because these shots mean something and they and it, it pulls the viewer in more. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why they just don't seem to get that. Like, bro, watch early, watch. Any build-up video from SummerSlam '98? Oh, oh! Like, come on! Their like, '90s uh, hype videos are pretty good, man. And I'll tell you that one era, thing. yeah, '98, '97, '98, and things are starting to get a little darker. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'll say this: even when the in-ring product and on-screen product was at its worst, WWE still put together the best packages. Best video packages. Yeah, the production value, I never, it never felt cheap, yo. I looked cheap. at other companies, it felt cheap. And no one put moments to choose. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, it's, it's, it's more important than I think other people think about. I mean, maybe we think about that shit because we just been in it for so long, watching for so long that we notice these things. But it's, yeah, man, I, yeah, I hate, and, and, and we, and we arguably lived through the best period of the. Yeah, so, and we yeah, and, like, and I believe we're in another real great period right now that mm-hmm. has potential to be in that discussion, but you gotta do the little things too. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do the little things, and like it has the potential to be even bigger because of social media. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine if we had like Twitter and shit back there in the attitude era, and like these moments would be even more. Visceral when it comes to like the American like consumption of media, like mm-hmm. yeah, you get them on SNL, then every skit on SNL would be on Twitter again, retweeted this, that, and the third, and then if, 
and then the fans are more connected with the wrestlers because they have their Twitters and, you know, they could beef on Twitter. Vince Russo would have definitely had them beefing with each other on Twitter, 100%. But, um, right. And during the war, seeing how people, how wrestlers handled themselves during the Monday Night Wars and shit like that, like, this could be the second, like, it won't be as big as far as TV viewership numbers. Mm-hmm. Like it'll never but be that big. That's across the board. Yeah, that's, that's across television the board. Across the board. Yeah, so it'll There's never many be ways like to that. see things. So, but you this know? is it's definitely we're on the precipice of another boom period, quote unquote. And Absolutely. it's all about how you handle these next few months. Like, um, Absolutely. we'll see. Some people get tired of the um. They starting to say MJF is having like his John Cena, Super Cena era. I don't agree with that. Because, um, mostly because a lot of, like, his match, the Full Gear match had mixed reviews. A lot of people said it was, like, too, like, WWE-esque. Not modern WWE, but, like, um, you know, like, the whole MJF gets carried out in the ambulance at the beginning of the pay-per-view because he got attacked. It was heavily produced. Yeah, yeah. Um, MJF's coming back with the um, ambulance and then all the um, like some of the like people weren't a fan of the spots that they did because they were just too dangerous like MJF dislocated his hip did he? he did the um right from that damn cutter I think it was from the elbow drop it was either from the elbow drop or the cutter because the cutter was from over, over the rope to the floor but the elbow drop the table had already collapsed and he did the elbow drop anyway. So it wasn't even like he had the table to break his fall. He just went straight, boom, landed on his hip. So the the cutter was fire. Yeah. Yeah. And that was cool. Anytime you could give me something I either I haven't seen or you don't see often, or it just makes me go, oh. Yeah. And you know what's funny? He's been doing that on his baby face run. He's been doing some like, like, I don't know. I've seen him. Yo, shout out to the Miz. The Miz did like a leapfrog thing off the rope. Survivor Series. I'm like, yo, what y'all got in y'all bags? Anytime these guys like do them little type of joints, I'm like, okay, like, like MJF yeah. been showing you little glimpses of like, yo, I can like wrestle mad styles, but you stick Not like, he, he it's funny because I saw someone else do that cutter on impact. So there's this wrestling black dude, young dude, got mad potential. His name is Myron Reed. So mm-hmm. I've seen him on like MLW shows and he just signed with Impact and that's like his signature. Like he does that that jumping over the top rope, cut it to the floor thing all the time. And I'm just like, Yikes. yo, listen, man. Tearing up your body, homie. Black people influencing the game. You feel me? It's a beautiful move, man. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful but, um, I I don't think it's I don't think he's becoming Cena S. This is kind of happening because of the Adam Cole injury. Yeah. It'll 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 yeah. tone down once Adam Cole is back, and they decide how which ways they want to move forward with them. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't see it as a super scene. It, you got to take a couple more years of this before you ever decide to call it super scene. I'm sorry. Yeah, we've been at this about five, six yeah. months. This ain't nah. This is not super scene to be. Listen, I can't like there's I can't. been there's been moments during that scene where I was just like, nah, this is this is too much. Like it's, we're not gonna yeah. we're not gonna DDT scene multiple times on the cement floor. And then half of them still kick out. Like, don't do that to me. 
But yeah, I don't think it's been like that with NJF. But um, do you think his run is starting to get stale? Do I think so? Yeah. No. Okay. No. I only, I only the ask thing this I because did, I see the rumblings on the internet. No, the only thing I didn't like was the fact that Jay White could take his belt and parade it around. Yeah. And like yeah. the fucking Tony Khan can't be like, yo, whoever's a champion supposed to have the belt, like, give it up. Like the whole stealing the belt thing was silly to me. I've never seen a belt stolen for that long, yo. Like yeah. they'll yeah. usually they'll steal a belt and you get it back by the end of the week, the same night. Bro, yeah, he had that joint for weeks. Nah, man. That's my only gripe with the run is that part. <laughs> mm -hmm. That shouldn't have been that way. Um, I like what they um I like what they're doing with some Mojo shit too now. So he dropped the television title. Yeah, so at full gear, the pre-show, Joe um MJF had to defend the tag titles, the RH tag titles. And Joe said, since you don't have a partner, I'll be your partner. But in exchange, I want a future world title shot. Mm -hmm. So MJF didn't give an answer basically until the night of the show and then accepted the offer. So then um, <clears throat> Dynamite, Cole and MJF come out. And then Joe comes out. He's like, yo, you know, I helped you out. with my title shot. And MJF is like, nah, screw you. And then Adam Cole is like, you know, you're the new MJF. Be a man of your word. You know, Joe helped you. Give him a title shot. Mm -hmm. And so since MJF is injured, they want to hold him off until um until the world's end pay-per-view. So they're gonna fight. He's legit hurt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like they had to, they had to pop his hip back in a place, they said. So um so he won't be wrestling until world's end. And so what they did was they played it into the angle. So Joe's like, you know what? You're my property now. And what happens with my properties, no one touches it or does anything unless I say so. So I'm going to protect you so that when we get to the world's end, you'll be 100%. There's no excuses, no nothing. You're my mm -hmm. bitch until then. So, yeah. well, you're my property until then. So they still, I like the way they're playing that out. <clears throat> but after world's end, I don't know what they do because people are clamoring to see Swerve win that championship. Mm. World's end is the end of December, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm not sure because I watched Dynamite last week, and Cole mm -hmm. is still leaning into this whole "I'm not ready to come back" thing yet. Yeah, um, yeah. It sounds but, like he won't be back for a minute. I'm like, bro, if that's like, why are you on TV, man? <laughs> why are you traveling with that foot then? Listen, they got um <laughs> teasing me, bro. I feel like that would be the next move to make for him, but I feel like the only reason he's still on TV is because if he's not the devil, it has to be someone close to him. Otherwise, just relinquish the tag team titles, have him heal up, and come back or whatever. But I I got a random question for you. Yeah. So these are things I've been thinking about within the time we haven't uh, done a show. How do you feel about story time with Adam Cole? That whole <laughs> like not the not whatever he says, but just the like that's the catchphrase. Like, how do you? Feel? It's like there's something very doofy about to me. Like the fans that just yeah. pop, pop for that. I'm like, 
Um, that's not really. Hmm. I think it's a um. I don't know because I know he used to do a lot in NXT, and I wonder if it's just one of those things that just. I feel like some fans are programmed to react to certain things a certain way. Mm -hmm. Like every time there's a pause in someone's promo, they just they can't control. It. They got to say what. They got to say what they just it's something in them that triggers them. And I feel like um, <clears throat> Adam Cole has like a couple of things where he just triggers a pop. It's the um, the little, you know, his little rocking and putting hands up and saying Adam Cole, baby. And then the story time with Adam Cole, because I'm just like. It has to be because it's the way he says his name, <laughs> like people just love saying baby. Like, I, it has I, to be something as simple as that. In his entrance, when they do the, when he does the thing, I caught that yeah. from years ago that, all right, that's a thing. He, yeah. That's how he likes to say his name. No, I like, I, I think it's cool. But, uh, but like, when he, when you got such a strong promo in MJF, and MJF hands the mic off, boom. And it's like, oh, it's like, I mean, he, they're hyping this shit, and he just goes, yeah, was ready for story time. I'm like, that's what we're gonna get. I, well, <laughs> I, need, I need a better leading than that. Yeah, but I mean, it's not gonna too sexy. I think he's a great talker. I think he's a great talker, though. No, he's good. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's great. I just that's why that's why you I'm like, like underwhelmed by that. Yeah, that's my problem. Like, you could come with nothing better than who's ready for story time. But you know what it is? It's like when CM Punk wants to do something like that. He don't say it, but he he do his Indian Indian sit down for the leg. And once he does that, you know what we about to we about to have a story time. So that's my yeah. I, you know, it's like it's the other ways to get the point across. Like, oh, this is not a regular promo. He about to I got to pay attention. You know, he's about to yeah. do something. And yeah. um, so I guess that's what I'm looking for from him. He ain't got to sit out. He don't have to sit down like that. But I'm just saying, like, who's ready for? I don't know, that just sounds very. <laughs> I just I just put some some uh uh like whatever that Pillsbury in the oven and who wants some biscuits you know it just it's, <laughs> it doesn't do it for me and I just I I, I think he's better than that but I don't think he's going to yeah. do it but if you ever were to hear this I just think you you're better than that that's all and you and you know it how about that but you're better than that. <laughs> better I can see I did some things it's like um. What you call it? Um, oh man, I, now my mind just went blank. Damn, now my mind just went blank. But um, like, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, that story time shit. Yeah, dude. I think it's just yeah, it's just so ingrained to the fans' minds now, and it's like um, another he's, interesting he's thing is on. like, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's kicking back. He's because he's because like that in real life, he's a mad, happy go lucky regular dude. Like he plays video games all the time. Like he's mm -hmm. just, which is crazy because he plays such a great dickhead heel. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just um, and it's oh. just not his personality at all. By the way, he also shitted on Roderick Strong this week, last week. Yeah, he did, man. He said, so "Yo, you're not, not my best, my best friend anymore." Oh, he he laid it out straight. He gave Listen, it to after him. After all Roddy did for him, man. 
Bruh. He don't even use a little scooter ride he got on. He out there with crutches looking. Come on, man. No, Come on, man. That I was I looked at the TV. I said, damn, that's effective storytelling because they've nah, been milking this shit for the longest and he's had enough now. He's like, nah. He's bro. gonna pay for that. Oh do your sticks go. One thing I want to bring up to you. So Ronda Rousey recently yeah. she just had a match on Ring of Honor. Yeah. Um so Marina Schaefer, who coincidentally is Roderick Strong's wife. Um Okay. She is best friends with um what you call it with um Ronda Rousey. And I don't know if you remember when, when Ronda initially signed with WWE, she had her own like horsewoman. So she had Shayna yes. Baszler. And yes. um so thing was one of them. Um I just I just forgot her name. I just said her name, and I just forgot her name. Shafir. Mir- something yeah, Shafir. Marina, yeah, Marina Shafir. She was one of them. Mm-hmm. So but um WWE released her and then AEW signed her. I want to say like during, if not right after the pandemic. Okay. And you know, she's been languishing for a while. They teamed her up with Nyla Rose for a bit. Um like they're trying to really find something for her as she improves in the ring. So this past Thursday, she had a match, she had an upcoming tag match against Athena and Billy Starks. Mm-hmm. No relation to Zoe Starks. Um and she was a mystery opponent. She came out, she got a nice little pop. And she had a nice little pop. She looked, um, she looked crisp. Cause I know she just had um a, a, another indie match like a couple weeks ago. So she's been doing like independent bookings, which is okay. funny to me because I never saw I never saw her as someone who loved wrestling enough to take independent bookings. Yeah, yeah, to take independent bookings. Me neither. And then for um for her to debut on Ring of Honor and not straight up on eight. Like I don't think she signed. It might have just been just like a per match deal, like she just signed up for that one match. But um, mm-hmm. for her to be there and not like on AEW television with the cachet she has outside of wrestling, I'm like, yo, Ronda really did she fall in love with wrestling while she was doing this shit? Because she really she doing it like she a vet, like doing she about and shit like that. Yeah, but it makes you wonder why she wanted to leave WWE either. Unless she wanted to go find I don't know. Maybe. No. Maybe. Uh, I, I find it I was definitely surprised that she she showed up at Ring around her. Yeah. Of all of all places. Um yeah. But I'm glad she got a good reception. And um, you know, you she gonna get better. I I actually don't think her entering was was bad. I just think her character work was not the best. Yeah. And she took she yeah. takes like people booing her uh to to heart. And like you gotta use that hate as a tool. Especially if you, you know, you got to utilize that. Um, and there was the brief moment she did, she was good. Yes. But that's what's necessary, you know. Um, so you can't take it too serious, man. Like, like, be more alarmed when no one makes any noise for you. You know, no reaction is the worst reaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You now, you don't want that, um, what they call it? It's called the Rob Conway pop. Rob Conway, Conway. his music would hit and no one would react. It would just be silence. Just that. Yo, and he had that, one he had time that for La Resistance, man. I used to like La Resistance. That's one of the <laughs> last few well-defined tag teams I can remember that actually won belts and like mm, yeah. tag team. 
and we are I liked Lawrence and Stubbins, man. Oh man. This no, up, they man. Mad. They broke him up and Rob Connery had that look at me. That whole weird like like a stripper. Yeah, it's like bro, it ain't working, bro. It ain't working. Just trying to be like Sean Stasiak or whatever, meat or whatever his name was. Yeah. Um that's joke. Yo, shout out to Shout out to PMS Preeting Sisters randomly. I was Terry Reynolds, that was Jacqueline, and that was who? Ivory. Ivory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to them for sure. Um so so in the in in the in the light of uh or in the wake of the CM Punk news, I feel like a lot in my mind a lot has shifted in the span of forty eight hours. <laughs> Yeah. How 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 do you think? Well, what do you think? Uh, AEW's view of this move is like, how do they um, think? Do, do they feel like they gotta go harder? Do you think they lost in this whole deal? I don't think they lost, or I I don't think they had to go harder as much as they had to be more buttoned up, if that makes sense, like. You don't have to go balls to the wall with crazy matches and stuff. You just have to do create compelling storylines that'll keep people interested. You can't because you no longer can just go, oh, we're having a dream match this week, tune in and watch. You can't do that. It's not gonna work. No. You have to um you have to like people need a hook now yes. to come and watch. Like, there's a reason MJF is your highest rated, some of your highest rated segments. There's a reason Swerve is some of your highest rated segments because they are attached to storylines and things that people are interested in outside of just what they're doing in the ring. You know what I mean? So that means you got to build a tag team feud to make sure Big Bill and Ricky Stark shine as tag team champions. You know what I mean? Um, even for your non-champions, give people who are on the car who don't have belts things to do to keep them interested. Because it's like one of their biggest issues is someone will be champion and on top of the world. You see them every week, blah, blah, blah. As soon as they drop the belt, it'll be you weeks. You don't see them at all. It'll be, And it's just like, bro, you got to keep these people's momentum going. And you got to learn how to... like. And it's not like he's incapable of booking outside of a title feud. Like, look at right. Hangman and Swerve. You know what I mean? Look at CM Punk and MJF. Like, there's things you can do. It's just... I don't know if it's a thing where he's just... one. He's stretching himself thin. Like, he can definitely benefit from putting a team together instead of trying to book three separate wrestling shows, help your really? father run a football team, help your father run a soccer team, it's just too much. It's I'm too much. Oh, I'm with you there. But they need to start focusing on the story aspect of wrestling because they, they've really, outside of a handful of people, they've lost that in the last year or two or so. And it's just like, yo. And for Myriad, they've, they've had some tough breaks also with injuries. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, I still think they, they, it would behoove them to, like I say, their match style is always to me. It's like you and I are gonna play Street Fighter right now. You gonna mm-hmm. pick somebody. I'm gonna pick somebody. We are gonna see how it work out. 
that's cool yeah. for Street Fighter. That ain't cool for yeah. episodic television, man. I need to, I can't stand when they do that. Well, it's just been announced. Damn, Brian's gonna be spacing the lizard. I'm like, oh, the lizard was in Japan for 35 years and held every title. It's gonna be a barn burner. I'm like, who the yeah, fuck is the lizard? No, that has to work. That only works as a special attraction once every few weeks, a couple of months. You, you know need when to... the WWE brought on, they had an NXT, uh, what the what they used to call the the pay per views, um, NXT oh, takeovers, takeover, right? Years ago, yeah. they had one where they brought over Jushin Thunder Liger. I yeah. never thought I'd see him in WWE. I was like, okay. Yeah. You do stuff like that because it's like, bro, you've been around so long. We'll throw him in with somebody just to see how it go. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. But Daniel Bryan's like he got cachet and equity within the country. Like people already know him. Like make something for him. You know? Yeah, yeah. Give him do? something he can sink his teeth into, man. Something. Man. Like something. I need. And here's the other thing, AEW needs to do. They have to make sure. That their younger stars feel like they have a future in the company. If that makes sense. Because yes. you got a bevy of young stars who this if is you a just great segue into my last question. Yeah, Go you ahead. gotta um because let me tell you something. I feel like the people who are on the fence right now, and it's depending on what you do with them, Ricky Starks. Um, Hobbs. Hobbs, yes. I'll say Miro, maybe. Definitely. That's um, the and then um, the next one. and then as far as the woman goes, I don't, I don't see Britt Baker ever leaving, but I can see Chris Statlander leaving. I can I mean, see they're, they're doing shit with Tony now, but Tony is up out of yeah. I don't give a fuck. Timeless yeah, is out I of there. I could see Thunder Rosa leaving if things aren't right and she gets back healthy. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta start someone like Daniel Garcia. Like he's really young now, but like you gotta make you gotta give him a reason to think that all right, y'all believe in me, this, that, and mm-hmm. third. Because he don't even have to, he don't have to be on the top of the card in WWE. No. He could be a big, he could be ricochet level in WWE, and it'll mm-hmm. be good, it'll be great for him. You know what I mean? You got to make sure these, because right now, the only, like I was saying earlier, there's nothing really separating the booking styles of both companies anymore outside of like, you know, the violence of the matches and things like that. Other than that, they're acknowledging people's past. They'll be, I'm sure they'll be willing to, um, you know, they're not doing the dream matches yet. But I'm sure that's something they could build towards as far as like wrestling someone outside the promotion. I mean, they sent Shinsuke to Japan. I think they'll do it when they think it's... Wrestle last match. I think yeah. they'll do it on, like, depending. Like, they've always done that once in the blue. Yeah. You know, when, when Taz had to run and get the title off and Mike Austin, they yeah. made it happen. Like, they'll yeah. do it. It's just not... Yeah, so I think... They don't I make their name on point, that. Yeah. At this point, it's making sure the people you want to be the future of your company are happy now. Because I'm telling you, they lose Ricky Starks. I'm because I'm I'm super high on Ricky. They lose Starks and Hobbs. 
I'm sorry, those are big blows to me. Because those are people who could be main event championship players for your company. You don't want them wrestling for someone else. You don't. Which is my last question. How likely is it you think that Ric Flair has a match? Oh, my goodness. I seen Christian try to low blow him at the paper. <laughs> he can't leave well enough alone. And, you know, look, Sting is going to be semi-main eventing until he mm-hmm. retires whenever that show is. And yeah. I just need to know what how likely you think this dude is going to have a match at AEW. Give me a percent. I, I, I'm going to say 10%. Like, I don't think... I say I say 70. 70? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It it's they said the doctors say that they clear don't they they do all that shit to let you know that he he won't die. Yeah. <laughs> dog 70% he gonna wrestle AW. That's what I think. I just don't think it'll 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 have to be like in a match where it's so like convoluted and he's so well he doesn't have to do that much. But it's weird because he mentioned like so in the Shannon Sharp interview he had he mentioned how there were some people in the WWE who were not not happy with him signing this contract with AEW. Okay. And he was like, I never wanted to do anything to burn a bridge with WWE. He's like, I was just, you know, people want to pay me to appear. I'm gonna I'm not gonna say he's no. Doing, he's doing business. Yeah. So um I don't know if it's a thing where he won't do a match as to not potentially burn a bridge, even though what's the point of burn? Like, you're in a Hall of Fame. What else can you do for WWE? Like, really, what else can you do? So, I don't I think it's more like, about symbolic for them, but I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, his antics haven't affected Charlotte's booking. So, it's not like they they hold him against her. So, you don't got to worry about that, but... I think he needs the bread. That's why he's why he's doing it. Yeah. And I do think he loves... I do think he loves the... uh the locker room and like that come around. I think he wants to still feel like he's offering something. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Doesn't, you don't want to feel like the type to. He's not a homebody. Hey, honey, no. let's go have breakfast. Nah, <laughs> type he, He's definitely the type of dude. He doesn't want to be forgotten. He does not want to be forgotten. Like that would crush him if people were just like they don't care about Ric Flair anymore. If you watch or if you ever listen to like um. 83 weeks and listen to Eric Bischoff stories. Mm-hmm. He's always talking about being, I think he's out in Wyoming or Wisconsin or somewhere and it's just him and his wife and his dogs and this dude, be, he just likes a quiet life in the mountains. This dude just be like, you know, yeah, I took him. Mrs. B out, went out for a nice steak dinner and like this dude, <laughs> be, he likes to just, that's not Ric Flair, son. Ric Flair. Nah, Ric Flair gotta be in it. Oh my goodness. He gotta be in it. And it's just like, as long as something will happen, he will be there. Yes, I'm like, I'm I'm complicit because I'm I'd watch. I'd watch. <laughs> I gotta give I gotta give that credit. I'd definitely watch. I don't know, man. I just don't want it to be like people are gonna be saying, Oh, you could have given a spot to a younger guy, and you got Ric Flair taking up a spot, and it's just like I can see yeah. that argument. It's it's valid. It's valid. But, then again, it's Ric Flair. <laughs> no, I mean, look, you, you hear it out. It's like this, yo. I remember when I used to work at social services, 
and I'll be frustrated about certain things. I have super visual the supervisor. They be like, well, what do you think can improve? You tell them all the things that they can improve on. You, you complain, and then mm-hmm. you go back to your desk, and nothing changes. So if you yeah. could, you, it could be wrong. <laughs> it could be wrong, and we could be right in what we're saying that it's wrong. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well, it's Ric Flair, bitch. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's interesting. I don't, uh, no, nah, I don't see. I don't see. Maybe, maybe he'll be involved in Sting's last match, but that'll be. I don't. I don't see him like in a random tag match on Dynamite or something like that. There's gonna get in a match <laughs> where someone gets pinned and he's a participant. <laughs> That's what I say. That's what I say. I don't see. Yeah, and 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 they're gonna be so what they the AW might mishandle it so bad that that shit might be on fucking Rampage. Oh, listen. That's your nah, rampage. rampage. Live rampage. Live rampage on the pay per view weekend just to make it better. Live <laughs> rampage. That's what they're going to do. That's when they're nah, going to do. That, that probably be the best time to do it. Shit. You real? I tune in. Wow. Like I said, you told me that. I'll check it out. See what he do. Listen, he it's, so I got one interesting note like outside of AEW and WWE. Mm-hmm. So, Tessa Blanchard, daughter of Tully Blanchard, stepdaughter of Magnum T.A. Racist shorty, right? Like yes. Yeah, I remember that. Who, she got herself blackballed from another company. Oh, where was she working? She was working in Mexico. What was she doing? I think it was either, so she was... Her husband, her ex-husband now was a wrestler named, I can't remember his name, Daga or something, okay. who's prominent in the Mexican wrestling scene. And they wrestled for, they both wrestled for AAA, I think. Um, so apparently they got a divorce because she was being, you know, infidelity on her part, let's just say that. Okay. Um, so, like, they're not booking her now for some reason. But um, out of respect to him, yeah, yeah, and this is because I think she cheated with someone like one of the boys, probably. Yeah, that's the whole issue. So it's just like, so I was thinking about it. I'm like, I can't remember. Maybe Teddy Hart, for those who know who Teddy Hart is. Oh yeah, uh huh. I can't remember I was getting in trouble. Yeah, but who was considered? To be at one point, she was at one point the best women's wrestler on the planet. Yeah, she was she's the heavyweight the, champion, wasn't she? She's the only woman to hold a world heavyweight championship in American promotion. Mm-hmm. Like Impact made her their world champion, and um, and the way she burns bridges too. So the issue with Impact was so the pandemic started. She didn't want to travel. You know, they asked her to cut a promo. They said you can film it at home in your backyard, whatever you want. We just need you to cut a promo, and she refused. She refused, and then the whole backstage shit with other the racism and shit started leaking. So Impact was like, "Nah, you're done. We're not." She don't with want you. it bad enough, man. She don't want, and for the fact that this is a woman who, like, if there was anyone, Triple H would have a hundred percent signed. It was her. Well, yeah, she's due to her lineage. 
your your lineage and you're an amazing wrestler in the ring. Yeah. Like those two things right there is automatic WWE contract. Like automatic. And to fuck that bag up, like NWA, they had Tyrus. They had Tyrus out. They tried to Tyrus out, out there and they wouldn't and they won't sign her. That's crazy. That's crazy. AEW at one point had Tully Blanchard on staff. On staff. Like, if you're worried about oh her behavior, you had someone Tully on Tully Blanchard was could, in a match. Yes, you had her father there who could someone who could like guide her and like, you know, make sure she don't step out of the line and they wouldn't sign her. It's it's just crazy to me. It's crazy. And it's like Teddy Hart is different. Teddy Hart has criminal reasons. Mm-hmm. Like he's been arrested for like domestic battery, this standard the third. Um I think he has some robbery charges on him too. But um, like, so it makes sense, but he got in his own way just like on that point. But for her, I'm like, yo, you that's gotta be a generational fucking up of the bag in wrestling. Like it has to be. That's what you get, yo. Listen, you want to talk nutty to these women? Like she's supposed to be a world of um on Wild Woman of Wrestling too. They cut ties with her. I remember that early on. Like, we early were- on, like oh. everywhere she goes, it's just like, yo, you're done. At this point, she's gonna be wrestling Puerto Rico at at the shows where people get stabbed and shit. Like you know hey, what I'm man. saying? I was gonna talk about Bruiser Brody, but you took the words out my mouth. She's hey. crazy. True, and, and and she's still in her prime. That's the other thing. It's not like she's you know. I don't know if she's in her thirties yet. Because she's that if she is, she's only in her early thirties. And we and we in the age today when people are wrestling at 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Yeah. As long as your body's holding up and people pay to see you, you can you can get a check out here. But mm-hmm. damn, hey, damn. Man. That is enlightening. I didn't know that happened. Uh, yeah, I got you know. Hey man, you two Listen. black men talking about a racist chick. <laughs> you can go and yo shout Word. out to her pops. They probably Republican, but shout out to them. Shout well not her, but shout out to to, to Tully. Yeah, I know he big religious now, so he yeah. just pray for his daughter, do whatever he do. Hopefully, it's it's crazy how her stepdad is her stepdad is Magnum Ta. Oh, so wait, man, see, married Tully Blanchard, shorty? Yeah. Yeah. He owned his own. Who was well, at least home? at some point he did. Cause, yeah. Because I think I watched whatever a Dark Side of the Ring with Tully or something. He married someone else after a while. Yeah, they had a, um, they had a Dark Side of the Ring on Magnum TA's career. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. that's what it was, Magnum TA. That's right. Yeah. And I watched that. He married someone else some years later. Man, who knew? Yeah, that's the shit. That you got the, that. Uh, you got those yeah, two influences little... and shit, crazy, crazy. I don't know, man. So much, so much wild, wild shit in this world of professional wrestling, man. Yeah, but um, um, that's all I got for y'all today. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think we were, damn, we were almost like two hours, shit. Now, yeah, almost. You know, we got through a yeah. lot, though. Yeah, we had a lot to catch up on too, so it makes Ab- sense. Absolutely, absolutely, and I am enthused. Hopefully, y'all will hear this. Maybe by this evening, who knows? But yeah, I'm gonna try to get it Punk up. Punk is back. Punk is on Raw as we are recording. It's Monday. I'm looking forward to Monday Night Raw. We will have some oh, yeah. sort of oh yeah update and response for that oh, next yeah. week. 
<laughs> Don't be surprised if he shows up on NXT tomorrow, too. Like, I just hear true. Scott out the future, you know? Because, you know, because remember his initial, when he came to AEW, the whole, before the MJF thing, his initial thing was, I want to wrestle these young dudes. Yeah, you want to do fresh you know, things. Yeah, minus the match he had with QT Marshall for some reason. Like, I don't know why that was a thing that happened, but it's all about this game. Getting, getting his legs, yo. That's all yeah. It is. yeah. And he don't need to get his legs on. He just wrestled a couple months ago. So it's not like he got severe ring rust. That man had good matches with his AW too, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. He just got hurt. So he's got to watch that. But yeah. Shout yeah, out to that's him. That's the only thing. Shout out to him. Damn, yeah, that's it. Shit's crazy. Indeed. But it's happening. In the best of ways. Yes. Um, that is all we have. So we're going to get this episode. I'm going to get you up. I'm going to get this up tonight. I'm going to try and get it up before Raw. I'm hoping YouTube agrees with me. I'm going to try and get it up before some time. Raw. I'm, I'm going to start yeah. trying to upload it as soon as we get off of here. Word. Word. But um, until next time. It's the best of both worlds of wrestling podcasts. Um, and to quote our new women's world champion, chin up, tits out, and watch for the shoe. Watch out for the shoe, yo. <laughs> oh, and 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 the little metal thing that she put in her butt <laughs> to hit that hip attack in the corner during full gear. She oh, she put something in her butt. Yeah, Tony. Listen, nah. Tony. Oh, nah. nah. I got to watch this damn full gear. Listen, and if there's ever, listen, on another Dr. Umar, forgive us, Tony Storm. Yams. Bruh. Bruh. Yams. Give me an orange. Bruh. Throw me a tangerine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Tony Storm. Hey, <laughs> I got to go see this move. All right. Yeah. It's been real peace. Later on.